joy be amongst us this morning. Amen. Amen. You know, if there's ever reason to get down and out, down in the mouth, uh, disgruntled, disillusioned, a lot of things this morning. But let us maintain our joy in the Lord. Uh, things affect us, and uh, you know, the worse times get, the more uh, more it affects us. Uh, that's not the message, by the way. It's just trying to encourage you this morning. And I know it. Everybody went out and spent a ton of money at Christmas and probably got too full. And maybe you're here this morning and then you're, you're miserable. But uh, let's just rejoice today. Let's give God a praise this morning. Amen. 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 Let's have our brother and sister and family with us this morning. God bless and dwells all the rest of you. Uh, I look out here and and uh, see people that know Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Saved by the blood yes. of the sacrifice, by the work of the cross. And uh, I rejoice in that. If we have nothing else in this life or in this world, let us be joyful because we have the salvation of the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, God. Amen. Here we are on this ending day. Of 2023. Last week we were here on Christmas Eve, and as we look at the last day, December 31 of 2023, uh, what could I say? What could I say to a church full of people? What could I say to myself? I say many times we're all in this together. Amen. I'm a little higher up here because there's a platform here, but I'm no higher than you, uh, part of you. We're all together. We serve the Lord together. And uh, what could I say this morning that would mean anything? Uh, you know, we've uh, we've certainly in the last few years been faced with a lot of adversity, a lot of things going on, not just nationally but globally. Uh, rising opposition to anything to do with Christ. Uh, persecutions in parts of the world that we know not of, but that that we do here, it's horrific. And uh, we're faced with a lot of things. Uh, we're presented and going to be presented with more. Uh, Sunday school lesson this morning was great because of, you know, in part of spoke of persecutions. And uh, that's part of being a Christian, right? Rejection is part of being a Christian. Uh, but what could I say this morning as we uh, conclude the last line and get ready to stamp the period on 2023? Now, there's a lot of celebrations in order. There's a lot of money being spent right now. It's been spent all week. The line, the line. So, yeah, we got some around here. Some of them didn't work this morning. Never count on anything, man. I, I, always count on what God created. Amen. 100%. Right? I've got to praise God for that. 100%. More than 100%. We thank the Lord for His goodness. And I, I can be a message in Himself this morning for the goodness of God. He's just so good to us. He didn't have to do what He did. He didn't have to send His Son. He didn't have to do any of that. And we know being Christians that that's the means of our salvation. It's only by Jesus coming and giving of Himself that we're able to be saved, that we're able to be here this morning. I'm just grateful. I can't say that enough. I, I may say it a few more times before I finish today. I may not even finish today. I don't know. We may still be here tonight. <laughs> we're going to be here tonight, right? Amen. Amen. We're going to be here on the eve of the dawning of, uh, 
Thank you. And who knows what that's going to bring. But what, again, what could I say today at the end of this thing? Uh, how about leave it behind? Amen. Amen. Um, not so much of what or it about who. Leave who behind. It may sound a little strange to you this morning. Uh, if you're like me, there's someone in all of our makeup all of this human vessel that we live in, there's someone in there. Well, I know there's someone in there, Brother John. Yeah, there's someone in there. It's called self. We've all got one. Uh, I'll give you some scriptures here in just a moment. Uh, but there's someone in, in us, in this human makeup, uh, that if we're not very careful about it, uh, we will make everything about that person in us. Uh, we'll demand that it's all about us. Um, we'll even demand favor be shown to this self-creature within us. And when I'm talking about leaving not what or not it behind, I'm talking about in a huge way leaving that someone behind or what that someone has become because Every day that we live this life, every second we breathe, we're affected and we're influenced by the surroundings that we're subjected to. And that can have effect, that can become part of us, not in a good way. Uh, we're here as representatives and hopefully examples of Christ, what we hopefully live our lives to be. We put our effort in. But this thing is tainted, this vessel that contains us, the eyes and the me's of who we are. We're so easily affected by the many things that again we're around and that we see and that we observe and that we hear. And sometimes this thing can become something other than what it really needs to be. And that's the part of what I'm talking about. That's the who or the I or the self I'm talking about this morning that we need to leave behind. Uh, there's a new day dawning, should the Lord tarry. If he does tarry, then there's going to be a new day, Don. Uh, it's going to be tomorrow. And next week, I'm going to bring something about that seven days from today that's connected with what I'm going to talk about this morning. The self that I'm talking about, I want to give you some biblical reference. And in the particular term self, S-E-L-F, self, how many times do you think that word's even found in the Bible? How about only six? I know there's derivatives. There's yourself, himself, himself, herself. But actually self, that's kind of an inclusive word because it's dealing about the I and the me. The I and the me, that's self. That's all of us. Six times, it's mentioned only one time in the Old Testament. And that's when Moses is having a discussion or a prayer or a plea with God. But he's speaking of God's self. He's not speaking of Moses' self. He's speaking of God's self. It's in Exodus 32, 13, if you want to make a reference and look it up. The other times are in the New Testament. John, two times, in chapter 5, verse 30. And it's Jesus speaking of him, 
himself. Jesus speaking of his self. The other is him speaking of God's self. And I'm summarizing and shortening these scriptures longer than this, but I want to uh, emphasize this morning uh, this great need uh, that I'm impressed that we all have of dealing with this creature and and the very negative aspects that can accumulate within us and about us that we need to toss and leave behind us. If we are willing to do that, and I said willing, first of all, if we can identify and admit and confess that all of us, I'm throwing myself into the mix. I have to, I have to do this this morning before this sermon. This compelled me so much. There's some things I have to take care of because I realize I understand. Yeah, I'm a pastor, I'm a minister, but I'm not immune. I'm not, I don't have like a force field because I'm a minister that keeps everything from me. And nobody else does. Some might act like it, but I'm going to tell you, they don't. We're all affected. We're all influenced. And uh, when we come to a recognition that the worst enemy that we've got other than Satan to deal with is this self inside of us, and the one that seems to want to be appeased constantly and afforded constantly and, and made number one constantly, First of all, that's an issue and a problem, right? Amen. It's a huge one. Back to the scriptures. Paul in 1 Corinthians 4.3, he used that word, one of the only times he did. He was declaring that he was not and he would not be the judge of his self. And we know who the judge is, don't we? We know who's going to be the judge. Paul was uh, emphatic about not drawing glory to himself and maybe the greatest model other than Jesus of trying to deal with this thing on a constant basis. He made numerous references and numerous comments of trying to keep this thing in subjection. Matter of fact, we talked here a while back about, he talked about beating this thing up, remember? Beating this thing up to keep it in line, to keep it subject. I think the greatest thing probably that we could move forward into 2024 with, again, was leaving a lot of this thing that we might have become, and I keep saying we because I'm, we need to understand that we're all again subject, leaving this we thing, this I thing, this me thing behind, especially the negative aspects of it. We can become so full of ourselves, we're no good to God at all. We're not even really any good to ourselves if we're full of ourselves. We're certainly no good to other people around us. And this happens to people all the time. They're so affected by, I believe many times they don't even realize it. And still they're, till they're called upon by the word, if they will allow themselves to be convicted and spot on and say, you know what? I'm going to open myself up to this and I'm going to listen to this. Because I want to hear this. Maybe there's something I need to do with this self-prayer inside of me. Maybe there's some adjustments I need to make. Maybe there's some admissions I need to get down and, and get the business with God about here, about myself and this thing that, that maybe I didn't used to be this way, but I have become. Maybe from bitterness, maybe from something horrific that happened, could be anything. We, we can become something different than we were 15 minutes ago, five minutes ago, one minute ago, if we allow ourselves to. last verse Peter used in 1 Peter. He was proclaiming Jesus. 
the one who bore the cross and gave of himself that we could have salvation. His self. <coughs> His self. As I've said, there are many derivatives and absolutely necessary if you're going to be able to communicate at all. Even the yourselves and themselves, many times biblically, there's a directive involved. <coughs> Examine yourselves. We speak of that often. To see what? If you're in the faith. Sanctify yourself. What's that about? That's coming next week. I don't want to say too much just yet. Let's lay some groundwork here. Give give us time. I'm going to ask you to do something uh, before we conclude here. And uh, I do this once in a while, not real often. It's called a challenge, but uh, I'm going to ask you before we finish up here. The uh, the number of times here that, that the uh, term is used uh, considering that I, I preached just a short while back and I, I simply want to reference these scriptures I don't want to go back and try to re-preach something over and over even unless the Lord leads and that's hey, sometimes that happens uh, but I preached about uh, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses what his own soul and I want to go to the scriptures in Matthew it's in Matthew uh, chapter 16. Now this again is after Peter's abrupt comment that brought about Jesus rebuking him. And picking up in verse 24 of 16 Matthew then said Jesus unto his disciples. Are we disciples? Yeah. I know these were the disciples. The disciples. His chosen ones. But if we're Christians, we're called to be disciples of Christ, right? Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people get that anymore. Listen to what he said. If any man will come after me, let him deny him self. self and take up his cross and follow me. What did he just say? What's the first thing you got to do if you're going to follow the Lord? Deny self. That's a tough one. It's a hard, that's a difficult one. Self wants to rule, amen? amen. Let's, let's get honest. Self wants to be the chief. Self wants to be the dictator. And this thing that lies within us, many times way under the radar that we don't really realize and we don't identify with, is causing a lot of actions that when we realize we need to toss backwards. Backwards. Get rid of it. I want to call it this morning surrendering self. Surrendering self. 
Is that not what we're all called to? If, if the point of salvation, if we genuinely with a heart come to Jesus, are, are, are we not surrendering to the Lord? Amen. That's what it is. That Oki turns hook, line, and sinker. Everything. All. The totality. Take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. I'm not changing scripture to understand that this morning. I want you to understand of the subject matter here. I'm simply going to insert something. Pay attention. That's all I'm doing. For whomsoever will save his self. Life. Yourself's your life. You don't have a life without self. You don't have self without a life. Whosoever shall save his life, his self shall lose it. Be all concerned about his self. Totally caught up in his self. Unwilling to yield, to surrender, to do what's necessary. To take up the cross. Cross is a path. A tough one. Real tough one a lot of the time. If you truly take the cross up. And if you never deny self, you're never going to bear your cross properly. If you bear it at all. Because all you're bearing is, is some kind of self-identity. Usually that you want others to see. Who do we need to be conscious about seeing us more than anyone? the way God sees us. If everybody in this world looks down on us and rejects us and calls us names and persecute us, that should not matter as long as we have the favorable eye of God upon us because we've denied ourselves. <coughs> Took up the cross. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake, shall find it. Lose his self. Now we can't take self out of us, obviously. He didn't say take self out, he said lose. Can you lose self? Aspects of, yes. Character of, yes. For the precipice. This whole holiday that we're talking about is about the old and the new beginning. Amen. Now that's holiday. That's a worldly creation. We're all part of it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that at all. We celebrate New Year. Again, what can I say this morning that could take us out of what's behind us and forward us into what's ahead? Come back and take a good hard look at ourselves. A good hard look. Get down somewhere. Get down to business with the Lord. Lord, reveal things to me that I may not see myself. Folks, that's highly possible. Yeah, come on. 
because we become so oriented, we're deceived by ourselves more than anybody else. There's a tremendous amount of deception in the literal atmosphere in the day we're living in. This world navigates by deception. It's everywhere. But we're the greatest deceivers there could ever be when it comes to dealing with self. Then he said, I'm going to go ahead and read it, verse 26, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Go to another section of scripture here this morning. I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer this to, to yourself. Uh, in speaking of the cross, before we move along, I said it's a journey, it's a path. If you get it right, if you get it right, it's a selfless one. A selfless one. Not a selfful, not a selfish, a selfless journey. Jesus came to this world to give. He gave his all. He didn't give a little bit. He didn't give nine-tenths. He didn't give 99%. He gave it all. As a wonderful example when we come to the Lord when we surrender to God I'm going to say it again a little bit doesn't work a total submission a total surrender a total giving a total yielding this cross we're willing to take it and to bear it no matter what it brings right it's not just for all the good we can enjoy which if you understand it properly, this was right in the lesson. I never looked at the lesson this morning and thought, wow, the scriptures in the Sunday school lesson are right in the scriptures I'm using. And you're like, wham, wham, can get it two times instead of once. If we don't get the word of God and we don't apply it to ourselves, we're not going to get anywhere, right? Yeah. And dealing with this self-creature is where we absolutely have to start. And then after we start all along the way, we've got to understand we've got to still deal with this thing. And toss out and toss back if we will but only examine ourselves and look and see and do something about issues, offenses, envies, jealousies, spite, bitterness, sins. I've heard it preached around, not here, not in churches in this area because I'm not in churches. I, as I've told you before, I watch and observe some of the uh, YouTube ministers. By the way, don't listen to all them. Be careful what you're listening to. Ask forgiveness once and you're done. You never have to ask again. That's a current message. I didn't say it's the right one, but it's out there and it's bearing more and more weight all the time. 
You might disagree with that this morning. I'm going to tell you something. This little boy right here has got to do it all the time. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not saying you lose your salvation every time you turn around. I'm talking about we need to realize that this self thing within us is subject to failure. It's subject to sinning. It's subject to things. We don't even like to think that it's subject to, but it is. And when we find ourselves, again, we got to look at ourselves, examine ourselves, and see what's going on with this self thing and do something about it and do something with it. Because if you don't, the longer it goes, the worse it's going to get. And then it's going to be year after year after year after year and decades pass and goes on and on and on. Still the same person you was. And they're also hinderers. They're binders. All these negative things, these issues that, that gets involved and in, in, uh, infected in self. I said infected. It can become infection, right? Not a physical one, but a spiritual one. much more the need to understand and constantly be at work on this thing. I'm going to invite you this morning. Please try to understand what I'm saying. Don't immediately reject it. But this is what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to invite you. I said invite you. I don't force anybody to do anything. I've told you that many times. I invite you to surrender yourself <coughs> to the past. Get that thing behind you. I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 4. Again, in verse 17. Paul in his letter to the Ephesian church. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. Mind's the tricky one. Mind is where self-will sets up. Now there's heart, mind, soul, spirit, but everything pretty much circuits through the mind. The mind is what prompts the mind is where temptations materialize and all sorts of things happen. Where a lot of things set in wind up in the heart. Right? Amen. When things wind up in the heart, let me tell you, the worst thing you have in your heart this morning is unforgiveness. And I would suspect there may be an element of that here this morning. I'm, I'm saying because I sense that. I feel it. Just deal with it. Bitterness. Strife. There's a host of other things I could name this morning. The vanity of their mind. Futile. Verse 18. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. That's uh, 
trembling material, being alienated from the life of God. That's separated from. You enjoy life with God? Amen. Your relationship with the Lord? Can you imagine being alienated? Wow, how awesome grace is, huh? Amen. Through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, powerful group of terms and phrases and words. This is where people get when it all becomes about them and their pleasure and their self-pleasure and their seeking pleasure and self-demanding and self-dictating and a lot more. <coughs> Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. Just look around. All you got to do is look around. You can see this imaginary but visibly. This world is saturated with the very thing being said right here. Amen. Because of what? A whole lot of self. Self-desire, self-pleasures, self-wants, self-demands. Verse 20. But you, you, church, have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him, catch that if. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Who are we representatives of? Who are we to be carrying this cross for? Some people think it's for themselves. Uh, Himself. It's for Christ. It's to glorify the Lord. This cross gets heavy. I'm going to tell you something. Ours will never be even a bit near as heavy as the cross Jesus bore. Because attached to that were the sins of the whole world. I can't even imagine that much sin. Not just then up to the day he carried it up Golgotha's seal, but even on afterwards. Cross gets heavy. That you put off, listen to this, we're coming out of the old and we're coming into new. <coughs> that you put off concerning the former conversation, I'm going to say again, I'm, in, I'm in, in, inserting something here. <coughs> that you put off concerning the former self, the old man. The old self, the old lady, the old youngster. Do what with it? Put it off. If you put something off, you put it off. <coughs> Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. There's the deceit word. Deceitful lust. What did James say? 
Every man is tempted when he's led away of his own lust and enticed. Right? Yeah. When lust is conceived, it brings forth what? Sin. And sin, when it is finished, ends in death. Apply that spiritually. Most everything contained there has to do with something self-wanted at some point and self-got. And in the end, there was destruction. Sin bears with it, in the end, destruction. Now, verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your there's the word again, mind be renewed in the spirit of your mind you ever thought about being renewed in the spirit of your thinking you ever hear the term stinking thinking yeah. everybody's subject right We can add a lot of other things along this same trail here. Renew. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Self as to what could I say today that's it and I'll follow up with a bit more no matter how good you may think you are sitting here this morning I'm always reminded of the words Jesus said there is none good but one, and that is God. Amen. Amen. Are we to try and attempt to be good? Absolutely. We're to seek spiritual perfection and maturity. In a big way, a huge way, maybe the way this is how we do that, is we begin with self. If we don't get this thing straightened up, we're going to do a miserable job in trying to straighten other folks up. How be it hard, we try. And I know there are people that will try to work on other folks and get them straightened up, and they don't even have themselves halfway in line. <coughs> Brother Tanner made a statement this morning. We've heard it recently. I've heard it multiple times recently. But the Lord's at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. Very near. Maybe closer than we think. Right around the corner. Getting ready to happen. Back to Paul, he was talking about him not being his judge and us knowing who is going to be his judge. How is self going to work out when this happens? Yourself. Yourself. Uh, 
we have a wonderful instrument that furthers the distribution of the gospel in the day we're living. This is going out on stream. That's why I point and said to yourself. There's other people out there listening. Self is where it has to happen. You can't look across the aisle and say, well, I think they need to adjust over there. I know what, no, you need to start right here. Point the thing back this direction. If we can take this seriously, and this is my challenge, Todd's going to challenge you something. We've got seven days till next Sunday. And this is going to require a little work. Either you do it or you don't. That's up to you. You begin this process. You think back, you give this self a looking into. What you identify, get serious with it. And then you're willing to toss some things out and toss some things back and get rid of it, that's what I'm saying. Get it out of it, be done with it, be through with it. Put something else in its place. Don't leave an empty spot. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do forward? What am I going to do next year? How am I going to improve this self thing tomorrow, the next day? For seven days. And this is yours. I'm not asking you to bring it back and give it to me. I'm not interested in that. This is for all of our own self good. And don't be afraid to analyze yourself. If, if you get all afraid when you find a few things and quit, that's not going to be. Get in there and dig. Look yourself over real good. Be honest with yourself. Be willing, man enough, woman enough, person enough to get this self in the way and for the purpose that God so wills for you to be. Don't let it be your greatest interferer and hinderer because if you show God and you reveal to him that you're serious that's this is it right here he sees he watches he observes he listens he hears and when he sees sincerity sincerity again we're living in a world I don't know how much sincerity even exists anymore because it's been replaced by so much junk. A sincere heart, God will look upon. The Bible refers to it as a broken spirit and contrite heart, or contrite spirit in other scripture. That's what he looks at. That's my challenge to you. Because when we can deal with this and be willing to do what needs to be done with this, and what we can't do, call on the Lord. Some things we can't do because we don't have the strength. That's why Jesus gives us strength, his strength. Amen. Don't be afraid to call on him. This is an issue I can't handle, Lord. I don't have the strength. I need your help. He'll help. He'll help if you're sincere. If you're serious. Would you stand this morning? This afternoon. What's the best time to start? Right now.
right now. I'll leave you with, with this uh, message. <coughs> and as I've said, I've not distanced myself and said this is for all of you. Uh, I'm in it with you. When you let love work, and you'll never let love work if it's all about you. If it's all about self, you will never let love work as it should work. Surrender yourself. Heavenly Father, we're just grateful today that we could come and once again join in fellowship. That we could bring ourselves, Lord, to a place of praise and worship. We thank you for your truth, the word of truth, your word. We thank you for what it does to us. We pray, I pray, to convict us that we can turn from the ways that are not pleasing to you, Lord. We can seek your face. We know we can call upon you. If we call upon you with an earnest heart, you will hear us. And even nationally, your word says you will heal our land. Your land can only be healed, Lord, when you know is when people are healed. Selves get right with you and Lord we just thank you today and we give you praise all things all the glory all the honor in Jesus name Amen, Amen. 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 Amen.